The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to uh, Game Time Decisions on this uh, beautiful Thursday early evening, depending on where you live. Uh, uh, Scott Wetzel and George Kurtz taking over the next three hours, filling in for the uh, great Gabe Morency and Cam Stewart again on this Thursday. A lot to get to over the next three hours. We got the in-game live stuff coming up in a couple of hours, although we do have a couple of afternoon baseball games still in progress, one that you can still bet on with FanDuel. We got some uh, basketball uh, baskets uh, later on tonight. The hockey is off, and we can go over game two from last night and uh, check out some of the monster, monster odds that you can get on the Montreal Canadiens if you're still believers in the Canadiens. But uh, with that, my partner in crime for the next three hours, uh, our good buddy George Kurtz. What's going on, George? How are you tonight, bud? I'm ornery, man. I'm still mad about the Yankees getting rained out today. You and I are on Long Island. They could have yeah. played this game today. And I wanted to watch baseball this afternoon. So uh, I'm a little disappointed in the Yankees. So we'll have, to, we'll have to deal with evening baseball tonight instead. Yeah, well, today's getaway day, so you normally have you know a bunch of afternoon games as we had today, and then uh, you know I knew the Yankees were playing, and I looked, uh, George, I, it must have been, I don't know, maybe two thirty or, or so, two two thirty, and the game was already canceled, and I'm like, what? That's that's kind of weird that they would cancel. And I, you know, I'm looking outside, and you know, the weather here on Long Island, which is about a half hour, forty five minutes to travel time from New York City, you know. It really wasn't that bad to tell you the truth. I'm, I'm, you know, this is the only time the Angels are coming into town. You know, we looked at the schedule. They ended up rescheduling for an off day that they had in August. But I'm very surprised this being their last trip, only trip into New York, that they wouldn't have waited a long time to get this game in. I mean, very weird because the weather is fine. We had maybe you know an hour or so of, of rain. Uh, and that was in the forecast. That was supposed to rain early on, but be fine by the middle of the afternoon. So I, I'm, I'm surprised they dumped this game as quickly as they did. Yeah, we talked about it before the uh, show started. I think you actually hit the nail on the head here. I think they didn't want the fans to come to the game and sit through another rain delay. They had two last night. The game lasted until what, 1 a.m. Uh, lucky me, I came home from refing and watched that colossal destruction. Uh, so I think that's what it was there. They didn't want to put the fans through it again. I can't see the field being a problem. The new Yankee Stadium drains very well, so it would have eaten up the yeah. rain fine. As you said, it rained for an hour, hour and a half maybe. I mean, it's 6 o'clock now. It's sunny outside. It's nice outside. They could have easily played this game if they wanted to. I guess they didn't. I don't know how happy the Angels are about this. As you said, you told me earlier, what, they're going to be playing on Anaheim on the 15th, go to Yankee Stadium on the 16th, and then Detroit on the 17th. Well, if you want to rack up your frequent flyer miles, that's one way to do it. Yeah, I mean, that that is really kind of – you know, I, I don't understand, Drew. I get it's all about money. I, I, I fully understand that. But one, why they wouldn't have waited as long as possible. I know they got an after or a, a night game tomorrow night back at home against Baltimore, but still, you, you know, you, you had some hours to play with. But mostly, you know, they do have a, a series against the Yankees in August at, in Anaheim in Los Angeles, right? Why, why couldn't they have just said, all right, listen, instead of us flying all the way to New York, you know, and, and have to pay for a hotel, have to pay for the airfare, have to pay for all the rigmaroles that go on on road trips. Why don't you guys, the Yanks, you know what, just just come to New York and just, you know what, we'll play a doubleheader. We'll make it a day-night doubleheader. We'll take those receipts. We'll give it to you like you're the home game and, and stop the nonsense of flying back and forth across the country, literally, to play one game. I, I, I don't understand why they don't do that. 
you know, so it, it, it just seems life is so much easier. Figure out a number, million dollars, two million dollars, half a million dollars. I, I don't know what it would be, but seems to me that it would be a lot easier just to schedule a game, an extra game back in Anaheim. I, I don't understand why. Uh, just getting underway, hour number one of our three-hour extravaganza. Scott Wetzel, George Kurtz filling in for Cam Stewart and uh, Gabe Morenci. Uh, game time decisions here on a Thursday evening as uh, we approach some baseball games later on tonight. We got the, the NBA later on tonight. We got some hockey stuff to get to as well. So, yeah, George, I don't understand why the Angels and Yankees can't come up with a new a figure and just say, you know, instead of flying back and forth you know, across the country, just, uh, you know, we'll play an extra game. Day-night doubleheader here in Anaheim when you come out here in August. Well, see, you're, you're thinking logically, all right? Yeah. These teams yeah, don't yeah. think logically. Yeah. I should not be married said, for 30 years. No, no. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> also anyway. true. I'm not – my wife hear me? Uh, that's also true uh, when you think about that. Uh, I, I kind of agree with you, especially if it's two teams that are – let's face it, the Angels are definitely also Rams. The Yankees look most likely they're going to be also Rams as well. They're not really – is the one extra home game truly going to matter here? You just played two games right. in New York. Take the average receipts from those two games. And that's what the Yankees get for yeah. the, uh, the August 16th game. Uh, I, I guess I'd be fine with that. I, I guess someone could say, well, you know what? The Angels are never going to return the favor because it never rains out there. They'll never have a game can- – or the odds are highly against we'll ever have a game canceled out there. All right. I get it. And it, it just it's never done, though. The only time it's really done is at the end of a season when there's, there's, a week, there's something we can do. We can't come back out here. You know, we don't have any other days off. Yeah. We don't want to play the game October 3rd after the season for a meaningless game, that sort of thing. But it, it's never done. As long as they have a, an off day, both teams have one and the same, they're going to replay it that day. That's the way they do it. I guess we're used to it. And But like I said, logic has no place in sports. Yeah, I, I, it just doesn't make sense. They had no problem with the Toronto Blue Jays having to play their games in Buffalo or Florida or the Raptors having to play their games in Florida, you know, versus Toronto. That That's all okay. But one extra game. Uh, it, it just seems crazy. But that said, oh, how about the Stanks last night? Wow. You know, you can make the argument that Aroldis Chapman first, shouldn't have even been in the game, George. They're, they're up 7-4. They score a run. Now, maybe they're up 7-4, and we're thinking, okay, maybe. But then they score another run in the bottom of the eighth to make it 8-4. to four. You, you tell me you can't finish out a game 8-4 to four without bringing your closer in? And he hasn't been exactly great of late anyway. And then we know what happens. He walks the three guys and he gives up a grand slam. And, and there you go. It's 8-8 eight, eight all of a sudden. Like, wow. Well, unbelievable loss last night for the Yanks. Yeah, Chapman's been bad of late. And we'll talk about this more after the break here. He's been a problem for the Yankees. Uh, you knew he was walking the first batter. I knew it. He does it every time he's in there. Didn't see the next yeah. two guys uh, walking as well. It is what it is. Yeah, tough, tough time for Yankee fans. And uh, we have uh, Bobby Bonilla Day for Met fans. We'll explain what that is next. Game time decisions. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.
Hi, welcome back. Game time decisions. Scott Wetzel and uh, George Kurtz filling in for the boys. Uh, Gabe and Cam both off today as uh, they enjoy a nice uh, July 4th extensive weekend. Got a lot of stuff to get to. We'll get to the gambling stuff here in a little bit, George. But this is one of my favorite days of the year. It really is. It's not July 4th, not July 3rd, not Christmas. Although those are my favorite days as well. But uh, Bobby Bonilla Day here in New York. This is when Met fans are reminded that they're the New York Mets and not the New York Yankees or not the New York Knicks or not the New York Rangers even. They are like low on the totem pole when it comes to sports. And and, uh, and, and listen, they've had a tough track record the last year. Just Google managers fired for different reasons. And you'll see why the Met fan is really kind of taking it on the chin, despite this being a pretty successful year. But uh, this is the day they got to pay Bobby Bonilla his $1.1 million or so every single year because they signed into a deal uh, what's it been, about 15 years or so now, 20 years, whatever it is, that they were going to exchange $6 million for basically $36 million because they thought they would make that much more money with the Madoff crew, and they're still paying it off, and they're going to be paying it off for another 15 years, and today's the day that Bobby gets his $1.1 million. Unbelievable. Bobby Bonilla last played Major League Baseball in 2001. 2001, yeah. so this is year 20. Year yeah. 20 of uh, you know, Bobby Bonilla Day. Yeah, and I'm that guy. He talked to a buddy of mine uh, this morning. Uh, he's a Met fan. The first thing I text him is, yeah, happy Bobby Bonilla Day. And he's like, yeah, yeah he gives me the, the, he gives me the, the finger uh, return there. So, uh, listen, we all know the Will Ponds. It's, it's not even Cohen, right? It's not his problem. He just inherited it. No, what he going to do? He bought, yeah. He's, he's just got to deal with it. Just got to deal with it. And uh, it's funny. It really is funny. You mentioned the Mets. I, I I know I'm a Yankee fan, but I, I don't I don't care about the Mets. I don't root against the Mets. I don't root for them unless I'm gambling on them. You know, if I have money on them, go Mets. If they're on my fantasy team, go Mets. You know, Jacob Degrom's going tonight. Good chance going to have some money on Degrom tonight. So go Mets. But I don't uh, think the bad things with the Mets. But man, you said it. There's some strange stuff. You hire Beltran after then the scandal comes, yeah. and you got Porter, and he has to go for all his sexual uh, stuff that he was doing. Mickey Calloway, who did you didn't have the problem when he was at the Mets, but he had other issues, right? Uh, lying right. to the other uh, media and stuff like this, and you know, he's gone. Boy, they are. Uh, I, I guess we should thank the Mets. They give us quite a bit to talk about. Yeah, it's two people that I'm not sure how they still have their jobs here in New York. Sandy Alderson of, of the Mets, who made those two hires, uh, the, the guys with the, all the issues off the court, off the field, and uh, the Yankees hitting coach. Uh, those are two, like, say what you want about George, and, and he probably would have fired Aaron Boone by now. Probably, maybe, maybe not, but I know for sure, without a shadow of a doubt, the Yankee hitting coaches would all be gone. I don't care if there's one, two, three, or four. There is no way in the world he would have not have made somebody escape scapegoat by now. But the Benilla thing is just funny because how much, you know, it's just basically what it was is they owed Bobby Benilla about $6 million, $5.5 million left. And they said, all right, we'll give you the $5.5 million or we'll give you a million dollars a year for the next 25 or 30 years, whatever is 35 years. Uh, because they thought they were going to take that $6 million invested with Madoff and make more money than they would have to pay off Bobby Bonilla with, of course, the living increases and everything else. So their $10 million, 15, whatever they thought they were going to make in, in 2000, they thought that would be worth more than, than what you know paying off a million dollars over the course of 25 years would have been. And obviously they were sadly mistaken. But I mean, just Oops. the logic of that. I mean, I mean, I know a lot of teams have you know deferred payments. I, I get all that. But when it's one year, 
and it's one lousy guy, and it's just you know you could have just paid. Well, here's your five million bucks. I mean, geez, you're the you're the will. I never understood if you're the will ponds, right, George? If if you read another six million dollars, go get a loan. You're owners of a multi-million dollar, you know, even at that point in 2000, you know, maybe not a billion at that point, uh, you know, but you're the owners of a 700, 800, 900 million dollar team. Go get a loan for five million dollars from Chase Bank. You know, I mean, you know, you don't have to defer this guy's last year of his salary. Oh, just dopey. Just absolutely. Dope. So they, they kind of asked Bonilla, you know, would you ever, you know, give that up? He's like, what are you kidding me? Why, why would I ever do that? I'm surprised the new owner, Cohen, hasn't just said, here's $20 million. This is what we owe you for the next 20 years. Just get out of our face. Stop the embarrassment. But he's actually embracing it. Like he was actually considering on making like a big check and they bring Benia in every year. Uh, and there was some talk about them actually doing that and kind of making light of it, which is pretty interesting. But personally, I, I just say, here's $15 million and, and just go away. Stop it already. I think that was the, the thought that that's what might happen today. Because yesterday on uh, Twitter, Cohen had said that, actually said there'd be a big announcement today. I guess it was just, hey, it's probably Benia Day. Uh, uh, so I thought of us thought that, okay, he's going to pay off Benia and you know, get rid of it. You know, I think it wouldn't be so bad if Benia had worked out in New York. You know, yeah. if he had played well for the yeah. Mets. And, oh, it's, hey, you know, it's happy Bobby Benia Day. If it was, you know, Dwight Gooden, man, in 80, or the, one of the guys in the 80s, Gary Carter, yeah, someone right, like that, who right. paid off in 86. Makes me happy. Hey, all right. Gary yeah. Carter Day coming back. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah, they'd be happy about that. But the fact that it's Bonilla and, you know, wipe the smile off my face and, you know, he's threatening reporters. It didn't work out here at all. Looked like he was that guy who needed Barry Bonds to be in the lineup with them to really perform there. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a thing we all make fun of. You know, the fact that we're not Met fans yet. We know this day is coming, July 1st. It's, it's like a, a national baseball holiday. That we know Bobby Bonilla days <laughs> on July 1st. I mean, I don't know if maybe it's where we live in New York, so maybe that's why. Maybe people in Kansas City, maybe they don't know. You know, they have no idea. Oh, today's, oh yeah, who? Yeah, I, I didn't even know that. I wonder if people in other states actually do recognize that and make as much fun of it as we do. But the Mets, like I said, they're great for business because there's always something with this team. Uh, they'll they'll give us something. There'll be something next week that'll go on with the team. It's great. Thank you, Mets. Yeah, there's always something. Um, college football, you know, before we get into the games, Reggie Bush says he wants his Heisman Trophy back. He wants all his awards and everything back because of what's happening now with college football. I, I don't know how much you follow college football, George, but yeah, I know it's going college on. football, college sports as we know it. It, it really is. You're not going to be able to change it. I know that. But this is the end of, of college sports as we know it. And, and, you know, Reggie's trying to hop on the bandwagon early here, say, listen, if these guys are able to get paid, well, then what did I do? You know? And to a certain extent, it, it's true, you know, although it's, it's you know, kind of like marijuana being legal now, but not 15 years ago. And people are still sitting in jail, I suppose. You know, when Reggie, when you did it, it was illegal. You weren't allowed to accept cars. You weren't allowed to accept cash payments. But, you know, you think of some of the people, you know, um, Maurice Claret comes to mind. You know, he, he wanted to leave college. He wanted to get paid. He sued the NFL to be able to be drafted. I mean, all these little things that if they were allowed to get paid back then, you know, how much money would these guys have made? How much would they have stayed in college? I mean, it really – college football, it's in a lot of – and basketball too, but even I think more so with college football for some reason, they're in a lot of trouble. This recruiting stuff is going to get real nasty, real ugly. Oh, they're definitely in trouble. I mean, you're, if, if you don't know what to talk about, it's the Supreme Court case and Kavanaugh, Justice Kavanaugh ripped them apart. Pretty much saying there's, there's no other industry in America where this is allowed here, where you can do this sort of thing here. I mean – I think they. I've always thought college players should get paid. I'm not talking the major major millions of dollars you're gonna get paid as a pro, but you're making 
a truckload of money. One player is making a truckload of money for the colleges. Colleges, uh, these big time colleges, they print money off these players. They print money off these players. And it's not like giving any breaks on fees to the regular student class. I know if they were, if tuitions were down for the regular students, I might feel differently about this. But they're just raking in the bucks. You know, they're the ones who are reaping all the benefits here while no one else sees anything. You can have a hard time convincing me of that otherwise. I said, if tuition was more reasonable, you know, at Alabama or uh, Ohio State or whatever, okay, all right, fine. That's what they're doing. They're putting, they're putting it back into the uh, school and allowing the kids to get an education. Fine. I can sort of understand that. But us, uh, and we, we forget, not all these guys are going to make it big in the pros. Most of these guys aren't even going to the pros, but they're great college players. So why shouldn't they have a chance to make some money there while they have a shot? And I don't have any problem with them getting paid a little bit here, getting a car here, a TV there, whatever it might be. You know, I think it's one of, once again, I think it's kind of silly that it's, it's ever been against the rules in the first place. To not have an agent? Why the hell not? Because why would you need an agent if you're in college? You know, listen, I got two kids in college, and I'm going to have a third one in college in a couple of years. You know, colleges cost you anywhere from, if you're lucky, 25000 to up to 75000 and obviously better colleges even higher than that. To think these kids aren't getting paid. I'd love to have these colleges just say, all right, you want to make money on a side? Great. Then pay your $25,000, dollars $55,000 for room and board and tuition. Then we'll see what happens. All right, game time decision continues. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all-new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. All right, game time decisions on a Thursday, July 1st, as we welcome in a new month of the calendar year 2021. Scott Wetzel, George Kurtz filling in for Camp Stewart and uh, Gabe Morenci. Uh, we're taking you right up until 9 p.m. Eastern time. We'll get into some of the baseball stuff. Oakland trying to make a bit of a comeback, but uh, bottom nine, uh, they trail Texas 8-3. to three. Everything else is over from this afternoon. Uh, you know, We'll get into the uh, 7 o'clock games here in a little bit. We are just talking about the college football scene and college basketball scene with some of this stuff going on. Yeah, the, the recruiting wars are going to be ugly. They, listen, I'm all for you know athletes uh, getting some money. There should be no reason why they can't you know go work at uh, Bob's uh, car wash and, and wash some cars and make a couple of extra bucks. That That is silly to me. But there's always the extreme. You know, you go work at the car wash and then you get paid $10,000 and everyone else is making $10 an hour. Something's not wrong. So, and that's what would happen. And now, now, now the ability to make money, George, you know, aside from the fact that, you, you know, you're already getting paid, you, whether you like it or not or understand it or not, you're not paying for your room, your board, your tuition. That costs big time bucks, not, not a couple of dollars, big time dollars. So you're getting that for free and now you're going to make money on top. I, and now, you know, Bob's car wash says we're going to give you $5,000 to come down and sign autographs on a Friday before the game. And are you going to do that or are you going to go into study hall? You, know, you talk about no incentive for a kid at this level 
to go to class and really care about his studies, boy, that, that's being thrown really out the window now because there's not a kid in the world that's going to say, no, I don't want that money. I'm going to go study my Algebra 3 here. You know, it's, it's not going to happen. So this has got disaster to be written all over it. It does. It's going to be a new world. A new world of college sports. Yeah. I don't think there's any doubt it's going to it's going to happen. I think it'll just get worse and worse as the uh, there'll be more court cases now. And if this is the precedent, which I think it is, it's going to open things up for the athletes. I I, I, said, I think the athletes should get paid. I do. But you bring up a very good point that they are given free tuition. They're supposed to be attending classes. Ha <laughs> ha. I know that, but they're supposed to be room and board. All right. I get that. I imagine it's going to have to be. Uh, I'm just starting thinking real quick here. Where you mentioned you made five thousand at Bob's car wash. Well, we get that. That's minus of what you owe us now, right? Because uh, you know, you owe us, let's just say right. hundred grand for everything. So now you owe us ninety-five. You make forty, you know, whatever. All right, you minus another ten here. Eventually, you'll get plus money, right? Eventually, you will if you're a top yeah. player. But uh, you got to pay us back first, or maybe a percentage. You know, the five thousand half is yours, half is ours. Until you pay it all back, then you get your full percentage. There, I can see that working too. So I'm just I'm just spitballing here, throwing stuff out here because I do think you have a point that the colleges should be repaid for what they're giving you as far as the free education, the free room and board. I think there is an argument to be made there. Yeah, and, and listen, I understand college what they're able to do and, and not have you be able to make money that that's so un-American. I get all that, but so is the draft in the NFL. So is the draft in the NBA. You know, so is the draft in Major League Baseball. But in order for them to have those rules and be able to draft people, which is as un-American as, as you can ever get, you know, they have these special tax laws and they're, they're tax exempt from things. And that's that's the handoff. OK, we'll wash your hand. You wash ours. We can have the draft and we can do this and do that. Uh, and, and you know, college football should be the same way. But these, uh, you know, judges that said, no, no, no. You said, oh, no, you just you can't do that. You just can't tell people you can't work. But there's other things about that. I mean, I don't quite know how they didn't understand all that, but uh, it's it's got to be nuts. It really. Uh, but you know, I, I could just see this guy, you know, Billy Bob, going from Ohio State to Alabama to Auburn to Florida. You know, pick a school, Oklahoma. Who's going to be the top bidder? You know, Nebraska's already come out and said they're going to help kids uh, get uh, endorsement contracts. I mean, this is it's, it's going to be funny, is what it really is. But uh, there's no turning back at, at this point, I suppose. Uh, you want to get into the Trevor Bauer uh, nonsense? Um, you know, I, I won't go into the details except just to say I, I don't know who's worse and, and who's to blame. It's a it's a case of he said, she said. But I, I got to tell you, George, you know, if you're Trevor Bauer, pick a side with whoever you want to believe. But you're going to make $100 million over the next three years. You got your, what are we, 25, 26, 27, whatever he is years old. He's got his whole life in front of him. He's got the world by, uh, you know, in his hands, we'll say, to keep it clean. And you're screwing around with a, a, a woman you met on the Internet. What, what, are you freaking nuts? I mean, are you crazy? With all the idiots and crazies out there, you're going to go on the Internet. You're Trevor Bauer. Walk into any bar in L.A. and say, I'm Trevor Bauer. I'm in the mood. Who wants to come home with me? And you'd see a line 10 deep. I mean, what, what are you doing with, with these knuckleheads that he was he was dealing with? I mean, Holy crow. You, you just talk about a crazy situation. And then the Dodgers say he's going to pitch on Sunday. I don't know how that's possible. I really I don't know how that's possible for him to be able to pitch, you know, three days from now, knowing what's all around him. Yeah. Now, listen, I'll, I'll assume everybody out there, you know what's going on with Trevor Bauer. If you don't, look at ESPN. Jeff Passan wrote a column yeah. today. It's pretty detailed there. Katie Strang of uh, The Athletic wrote a column yesterday. If they've been updated, you can find out the details for yourself here. I think what amazing, and I listen, I agree with everything you said. Everything you said 100% here is that 
you have to know every athlete nowadays, especially anyone that's making money, any top athlete, is being told by his agent, his advisors, be careful what you do. All right, anything could get out there. Anything could get out there on social media. You know, Bowers got in trouble before with some of the things he said on social media. Right, he got into yeah. that uh, Twitter bullying with that other uh, woman, Michelle, someone like that. I forget what happened there, uh, but he got in trouble for that. And then you mentioned you meet, you meet this girl on Instagram, and apparently she likes strange things. Apparently you do too, right? Because you uh, had no problem doing it. Uh, once again, you can read up about it if you want. But uh, you have to know there's a good chance this is gonna get out whether it's consensual or not, that this is going to get out that she's going to go after you. He's beating her up, George. He's beating her up. Whether she wants that or not, I mean, if you're Bauer, aren't you saying, whoa, whoa, this is a little too crazy, honey. You know, listen, nothing for nothing. You know, you want to use a couple of little, uh, you know, uh, uh, obstacles. You want to do whatever. Okay, okay. but, you know, you want me to do what to you? You know, punch you and strangle you and and beat you and give you pain? No, I I can't do that. Sorry. And that's when I just walk out the door. And then they hooked up for a second time after the first time went astray. She was dumb enough to go back to him a second time. It's like, what, what are you kidding me? It's just, it's a strange situation. Apparently, what, the, uh, the Pasadena police have a recording of him sort of admitting it? Yeah, I mean, I guess if it was truly lawful, he'd be arrested already because they have a recording of it. You know, so there must right. be something where it's not quite an admission of guilt, something like that. But this is this story is not going away. And as you said, uh, the Dodgers say uh, uh, Dave Roberts came out today. Listen, I understand this is probably not a Roberts decision. This is probably more a people above him, above his pay grade. Yeah. But a bow is going to start Sunday, and uh, they said, "Well, there's nothing we can do about it. It's in the it's in the hands of Major League Baseball." Bull, bull. You may not be able to suspend them. I don't think they can. I think the MLBP uh, MLBPA can stop it, and we know they would. It's what they do, right? But you can say, hey, you're not starting Sunday. Remember, you're on the bench. Yeah, you're not playing until this is resolved, you know, one way or the other, which I think the next big date is July 23rd where he has to re- – Bauer has to respond to this. He'll deny it, of course, but that's when right. the next big thing will come out of this. But this is ugly. This is really ugly. I mean, on the field. I'm, I'm not trying to minimize this at all, by the way, so I don't want to hear it from people. I think it is a very serious thing. And uh, as a father of two girls, I'm certainly not thrilled about this. Uh, but on the field, at least the Dodgers have a month. If they think the Bowers eventually going to get suspended, which I have to think he is, assuming any of this is true, any of it. It doesn't have to all be true. Just any of it's true. I think he will get suspended and put on the exempt list eventually. Well, you got until July 30th, the trade deadline, the – you know, if you feel you need a replacement uh, outside, they do have some in- in-house candidates, but you've already lost Dustin May for the year. If you lose Bauer, I imagine they're going to shop outside for another starter. So we'll see how that works. So I guess for the Dodgers, at least it's not in August where you can't replace the guy. But uh, this is, I mean, it's 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 a weird story. Weird story. Yeah. And then Sunday, oh, by the way, happens to be July 4th. So out of all the days that he's scheduled to pitch, just to add more insult to injury of just like July 4th, where everyone's supposed to be all happy and, and whatever, and, and now you're bringing him out. In the, I don't know what the people in Washington will do. They, they play the, the uh, I was going to say the Senators and date myself. They play the Nationals. Uh, you know, uh, would they boom? Would they throw things at him? Uh, you know, we've seen Buffalo Bill fans throw prophylactics that you know on on the field, you know, at different times. I I, I don't know what they would do with this dude. But I, I I think the Dodgers are crazy it, it, to start this guy. I mean, you know, who knows what they could be throwing at him or saying to him or chance or um, how does he even walk in the locker room? I would be so embarrassed. You know, oh, yeah. it's it just like, dude, what is, you know, I, I would look at him like, are you, I don't even want to sit next to you. Are, are you that crazy? 
really, we're all to different crazy little things. We, you know, we get all that young and dumb and, you know, have your little kinks. But I mean, you start beating up people, whether they want it or not. You got to be nuts. I mean, I question mentality. I just question mentality. Right. I, what, I mean, what are you doing? You know, it's going to get out. You know, you're making $102 million. Go to a pro place for crying out loud if you need to get that right, kind of fetish right. going. Right? Well, you know right. it's not coming out. You know, there, there are plenty of those around for people, gazillionaires, to go to. I mean, it's just weird. It's just strange that he's that stupid or that gullible. I how think many, this is not going to come out. How many teams, George, are saying to themselves, and they'd like to say this Thank to God. their fans, but they can't, say, this is why we didn't sign him. You know, yeah. it wasn't necessarily the money. It wasn't necessarily did we think he was going to be good or bad. It's because we knew he was, you know, about to self-implode, whether it's with the Instagram or all the other social media or all the other nonsense that he gets involved in, throwing balls in stands. It just wasn't worth the risk. And, you know, maybe the Dodgers got off light with only a three-year contract versus, you know, a 10-year ridiculous contract. But this is what kept a lot of teams away. And there's a lot of GMs saying, yep, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. I said that uh, that Met fan I told you I talked to earlier, he's a big Met fan. And uh, he, he was upset that Bauer didn't go to the Mets. And the first thing – and uh, I told him, listen, yeah. if I'm in New York, I didn't want him to go to the Yankees because – not listen, I never saw this coming. Of course not. But I thought he'd get himself in trouble with his words on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, whatever, that he can't just watch his mouth here. So that's what I was always worried about. And the New York media would eat it up. If this happened in New York, for, I, uh, forget it. Oh, it would be much worse than it actually already is. Yeah, I I can only imagine he he would have imploded even earlier if, if he had signed with the Yankees or Mets. There's just and I was telling that to people. It's like no way, no, I wouldn't invest a dime in him in a Met or Yankee uniform. Good gravy with the media. All right, uh, just getting underway. Game time decisions. More coming up. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome back. Game time decisions. Scott Wetzel and George Kurtz filling in for uh, Gabe Morenci and uh, Cam Stewart. Gabe apparently off to uh, game number three, NHL Stanley Cup Finals tomorrow. And we'll get into that uh, in, in a second. Um, just trying to figure out whose week is really going the worst, uh, me or George. I, I tell you, George, we were talking uh, in, in the break and before the show. My week has consisted of, let's put it this way, 
a root canal yesterday was the highlight of my week. Yeah, that, that was the good point. All right? I got a dishwasher that's broke. I got a dishwasher that's not going to get fixed for another two weeks. So I'm now looking at dirty dishes because if you think my wife's doing dishes, forget about it. Uh, so it's paper plates and paper forks and knives. And then the dishwasher people say, you got two choices. You can have us come over. We're going to charge you 150 bucks plus, uh, you know, parts and labor. So you're probably looking at about $300 to fix the dishwasher. Or you can buy a new one, you know, which, you know, you get a dishwasher fairly cheap. But with everything, you know, all the bells and whistles, uh, which we really don't need. But it's like $600. So I'm trying. I have a broken dishwasher. I got a looming bill. I got debate. Should I spend 300 to maybe fix the dishwasher or just say, ah, what the fudge? Let me spend 600 on a brand new one. Uh, then I got the root canal, which I'm all like, uh, uh, Motrin up and then so, but feeling actually not too bad root canals, I suppose nowadays aren't as bad as they used to be, but, uh, you know, we all, nobody goes to the dentist and has a good time. So that, that, that's been my week. How's your, oh, by the way, and my neighbor had his fence electrocuted because Loco, the electric company out here screwed up and there was an animal. What was it? He said a, a moccasin or the, the one with the ugly snouts of the moccasin, right? got caught in between the gate and the fence, and he got electrocuted. So he woke up, went offside one the Tuesday morning, this Tuesday, right? <laughs> he had he's had this ugly moccasin electrocuted with all kinds of, of all bugs and, and everything, you know, all over this thing that was eating it. It must have been there for like at least a day, I imagine. So uh, that's been my, my day. How, how's your week going? <laughs> uh, you had me at Root Canal. All uh, right, you win. Yeah. I, I may have had an aggravating week, but nothing. I mean, I, I didn't uh, have a root canal. I've only had one root canal in my life. And I just said, it must be better than what it used to be because it, it was bad, but not terrible like I thought it would be. Uh, like I said, uh, I, I have problems with the utility companies right now. I had to have cable out here because my sprinkler people accidentally pulled the line out. So cable's got to rebury the line. Then the water company fixed the leak, but I got no water pressure in the house now in a couple of showers and stuff like that. So it's been an interesting week. Water company's coming tomorrow. I'm a hockey ref, a men's league, uh, but a couple of fights this week, a couple of nice fights, you know, uh, nice. like any other ref. I'm just taking notes. Okay, number 69, yeah, yeah, you got yeah. five minutes for fighting, 22, one for roughing. I'm not breaking crap up. I don't get paid uh, I don't get paid anywhere near enough to uh, to rake up a fight. Plus, this guy was huge. That's why the fight lasted so long. The guy was monstrous. It was hilarious when you think about it. If you're on the outside just looking, because this guy was big. And maybe he's out of shape, but he's a big – he's a kid. Like he's in college, but he's out of shape. And he's he's knocking people out like bowling pins. And they can't. Nobody can take him down. He's like, get away from me. And he's going after the hand, go after the hand, go after him. Someone on the other team took their helmet. And cracked him over the head with it. I mean, it's like a movie. It's a blood going down. He's still going after people. And it's like, they're going to call the cops on you, buddy. And I looked into his eyes, Scott, and there's nobody home. There's nobody. I'm like, oh, my God. This is the kind of guy you're going to hear about. He killed 17 people. You know, because there was just right. nobody home in those eyes. I'm like, oh God! Finally, he did go off the uh, the rink and left. But my, that was a uh, that was uh, I had guys on the other team who I was throwing out of the game too, like the guy who swung the helmet who didn't want to leave their bench because they were afraid this guy was going to kill him in the parking lot. And I got to tell you, it wouldn't have shocked me. Wow! They allow fighting in your league, or that just fought? They fought. They don't allow you fight. You're done. You can't. You can never play there again. Like both oh, those guys, okay. the guy who's did all the fights, he's he's got a lifetime suspension. The guy who swung the helmet, lifetime. It's an attempt to injure. They can't can't ever play there again. But hey, you know what? Guys will be guys. This is a college league, so you're yeah. talking to all around twenty two year olds, young and dumb, and they do stupid things. And uh, I think it all started if you're a hockey player. I mean, the guy put his hand out for the puck to knock it down, and he got slashed. 
It's a legal play. That's why you don't you don't play the puck with your hand. You're taking your your life. You're taking your hands. You're really in your own hands. You might get hit. And it wasn't a hard. It didn't hurt him. But he got upset over that. And that's the start of the whole thing. I gave uh, him a penalty for uh, killing someone. Not killing, but really checking someone really hard. He was going to the box. He really was. He's going to take his two minute penalty. But someone on the other team said something to him, and it's like, and oh boy, that was boom, here we go. And it was uh, it was an interesting probably about five to seven minutes I would think. Uh, on the on the ice. Wow. See that that's why I referee girls basketball and, and not uh, men's hockey. And that, that's you know that that's past, that's past my grade. I'm done done with that stuff a long time ago. Yeah, give give me the fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade girls basketball. I'm okay with that. You do do it's a unruly uh, official. I actually kicked out our uh, coaches. I actually kicked out a coach after the game after his team won. That, that's how crazy some of my games are, but uh, not not quite at that level. Um, speaking of hockey, got NHL game three tomorrow. Uh, dare I say it, George, but uh, Carey Price has actually been human these first two games. I mean, he's let up – listen, he hasn't let up a lot of goals. Although, game one, he let up five, and, and those were five legit goals. and They weren't empty netters. So, he, he did leave up five goals, uh, let up three last night. You know, the, the, there were a couple last night that it's just like, wow. You know, the, that one short angle shot, you got to stop that. The two-on-one break just before the first, or second period ended um, – you know, he, he was kind of caught out of position. He was too much to the left, and then he slid over to the right to be able to make the save, but the puck went underneath his arm. You know, th- these are things that, you know, the, the first three rounds, he's not allowed goals like this. You know, he's he's turned human, and, and we're seeing what Montreal's without a great, great carry price. They're the same team that fell behind 3-1 against Toronto and probably should have lost that series. If he's not standing on his head, they don't have a chance in the world. So something's got to happen in game three. Otherwise, the Canadians are done. What's the old axiom in sports, right? A series doesn't truly start until the home team loses a game. So, and again, uh, Gabe, I know Gabe tweeted that out last night. He, this is what he's living on right now. All right, he's like, oh, the Canadians, they can come back. We haven't lost a home game yet. We can go back on Wednesday, talking to two. You know, so, I never quite understood. Right. I never quite understood that because you could lose if you if you only have three home games, you could lose all four road games and and, and win all three home games, and the series is over. Even but though that, you that's think why it the series never starts. The series never starts. You lose if you don't lose a home game, you can't lose. Yeah. Right, so that's I the mean, way it is. So I, I get I get the axiom. Uh, the problem is this, and you put it perfectly. This is the first series that the Canadians don't have the goaltending advantage. Right, yeah. uh, I mean, it was Price versus uh, Campbell in round one, as you said. At once, it was three one. Price was a brick wall after that. No goals were going in. He can't be him. He's not going to let anything in. Uh, Price Hellebuck uh, round two. He outplayed Hellebuck. Well, Winnipeg has their own issues. Uh, this, I think that yeah. team gave up once Shifley got suspended. That they did the same thing last year when Shifley got, uh, not, uh, yeah, when Shifley got hurt. Just uh, they, that team, I think, has some mental mental problems there. And uh, series three, he went up against better goaltenders than Florian Leonard, but still he outplayed them. Yeah, I don't, there's very little doubt in my mind that if Price isn't the best goalie in the National Hockey League, he's number two. But number one is Vasilevsky. And he's got issues there. And Vasilevsky outplayed him last night. Uh, I mean, Montreal did literally everything they could to win the game. They outshot yeah. him two to one. I mean, Vasilevsky wasn't letting anything in. But this is also the problem for Montreal. Just like it was the problem for the New York Islanders. They don't have the goal scorers. They, they don't have the finishers. They have workmanlike guys. They can roll two or three lines at you. Great. But they don't have those finishes. Even if they get 40 shots on goal, it doesn't guarantee you anything. Anything. And Price has been good, but not great. And really, I mean, he was saying he's been good. Man, he may be a little less than good. You know, uh, so that's been the issue here. That's really been the issue in my mind. They need Price has to be great. 
You know, if Tampa Bay and Montreal play the same, Tampa Bay wins. They have more talent. Montreal has to outplay Tampa Bay. If Tampa Bay plays up to their capabilities, the series is over. You know, it's probably over now anyway, because in my mind, Montreal's not beating Tampa Bay for the next five times. I do think they can yeah. split in Montreal. Remember, they don't play this weekend. Uh, they're not. I, I guess NBC doesn't want them to play over the weekend, July 4th and all that, which is fine. TV controls everything. They're going to play Friday and Monday. I think they can split and make it 3-1, and then I think the series ends on Wednesday in Tampa Bay. I think that's what Tampa Bay wants. Split, we'll win it in Tampa Bay on Wednesday, and that's it. We'll have our you know three and a half days of an offseason and start up again. That's really what the NHL is here. Uh, it's a shame. Because I, uh, I don't want to say I was rooting for the Canadians because I'm still mad about 1993 when the Canadians beat the Islanders and some BS official calls here. So, uh, yeah, it's been 28 years and I'm still a little bitter. Uh, I don't like Tampa Bay either. They just, they just eliminated the Islanders back-to-back years. So I'm, I'm an angry guy. I'm just trying to win money here. I'm just trying to yeah, win money. Uh, that's it. Give me cash. Yeah, The, the lines, you know, the lines on, on Tampa Bay, minus 1250. And Montreal, you get back plus 850. And I'm thinking, well, that, that's a lot. You know, I mean, I understand they were, you know, two to one dog to begin the series. But like you said, you know, the series isn't over until you've lost a game at home. You know, get plus 850. And then I saw a stat last night. Teams that are, and this is really amazing to me. Teams that are up 2 nothing in the Stanley Cup finals are 46 and 5. I mean, this is why you get the minus 1250 and the plus 850. It's not because they've broken down, you know, first, second, third lines and who's better. It's all statistics. And statistics say teams down two zip, they don't come back. You can make that line 850, 950, 1050, 1850, whatever it is. They just don't come back. 46 and five down two nothing only. I would have thought, George, there would have been a lot more comeback. Not, not like 50 50, but. You know, at a 51 series that had been two zip, I would have guessed 15 times, you know, that the team down 2-0 came back and, and won the series, but only five. That's amazing to me. I didn't know the stat, but I knew it was up there because I've heard it before in the NHL. 3-0 is like, it's impossible. 3-0, it's over. You're, you're going to yes, start the party now. It's done. It never comes back. I didn't realize that 2-0 was almost as bad. I, I yeah. really didn't. Uh, I can't say I'm surprised because when you think about it, once again, just thinking logically, well, you're playing a great team. If they're up 2-0, are you going to beat them four out of five times? No, you're not. No, You're not going to beat yeah. them four out of five. Even three out of five, you still lose. You still lose four games to three here. And there's so much pressure now on Montreal to win tomorrow night in Montreal, which I think they can do. I truly do. Uh, they, sh- You can make a very good argument. They should have won last night. They outplayed Lightning. They did. You know, But yeah. they couldn't beat Vasilevsky. And it's the ultimate thing about hockey. If you can't beat the goalie, Nothing else matters. If he's not letting uh, anything in, nothing else matters. We see this over and over again where the best team may not have won in the NHL, but the goalie was just, he was unbeatable. It was the old joke on the ESPN commercials, right, with Mike Richter back in the day. You know, this is ESPN. We show Mike Richter, duh, 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 and then he, on the back of the net, he was a little squeegee on the plastic, uh, you know, see-through uh, thing that he had blocking the net. What they were trying to say is they couldn't beat him because he had help back there. It's the same thing. It just seems like some days – Carey Price can't be beat. Vasilevsky can't be beat. Even when you do beat him, a leg comes out of nowhere, an arm comes out of nowhere, you hit the post. But also what happens in hockey, when you don't think you can beat a goaltender, you start trying to make perfect shots, and now you're missing the net. All right? You're just missing the net now, and that plays a part in this as well. Or you're not shooting. Although they did, like you said, they have shot a two to one last night. But then, then it's like, okay, what's the point of shooting 43 shots if we can't beat them? Well, let's now make that extra pass, and and you don't get up any shot. Although I, I must say, I am a little surprised. The line tomorrow is only minus 138 on Fanduel. Tampa Bay being favored. 
you know, having won the first two games, you know, um, and, and being up two zip and everything and those monster odds, I, I would have thought that would have been closer to 150, even 160, to tell you the truth. I am very surprised that they're only a minus 138, 140, we'll say, favorite tomorrow night. I'm going to go with Montreal tomorrow night. Uh, unless something weird happens in the next 24 hours, someone gets hurt or something like that. I am going to say, okay, they played so well in game two. It's the first game in Montreal. Going to be a lot of buzz there. It is the Canadian. The Canadians are the New York Yankees of the NHL, the Dallas Cowboys of football. That's what Montreal is. So I think they're going to uh, feed off that buzz. I think they'll feed off the game as well from game two. I think they pull out a victory tomorrow night uh, to make Gabe a much happier guy. And uh, they'll make a series out of this because if they don't, then this ends on Monday. Yeah, we got to find out how much Gabe uh, paid for his ticket. I mean, can you imagine him flying to Montreal? Now he's up in Canada anyway, but still, I think he was on the West Coast near Vancouver. So Vancouver. And fly, yeah, flying all the way to Montreal. That must have cost him a fortune. The ticket had to cost him a fortune. And then for them to like lose like 5 nothing. oh my goodness. Uh, that would be typical Gabe. You know, that would give him fodder for the next year. <laughs> I got a lock for you coming up. That's next. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. All right, welcome back. Game time decisions uh, coming up top of the hour in game live with yours truly and uh, George Kurtz taking over the next two more hours. Uh, George, you're going to have to explain this one to me uh, because I, I don't quite get it, to tell you the truth. I, I, I Maybe I'm just counting on the NHL media to know what they're doing, but it's not necessarily a lock per se, but it doesn't make any sense. I've seen bad lines before, and I'll, I'll tell you when there's a bad line that's a sucker line and there's a bad line that's just a bad line. And to me, this is a bad line. And that is, you can get uh, Braden Point at 5-1 to one to be your Conn Smythe Trophy winner. And for people that don't know, that's the MVP, but it's not the MVP of the Stanley Cup Finals. You know, NBA has NBA Finals MVP. Super Bowl has Super Bowl MVP. Baseball has World Series MVP. Hockey is the one that's different. Hockey, it's the entire postseason. Braden Point, what 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 he scored? Nine straight games or ten straight games in, in goals? He, he, he nearly tied the Rick Leach's uh, all-time record. Uh, the guy gets three assists in game one. Now he didn't score last night, but still, I don't understand how he's not the overwhelming favorite. I, I know they have Vasilevsky as the favorite at minus one eighty, but um, you know, he nothing for nothing. But he's a Russian. Braden Point's Canadian. You got more Canadian voters. I, I don't see how Braden Point, if Tampa Bay wins this series in four or five and, and no one does anything spectacular, I don't know how he's not your Conn Smythe winner. Five to one is a gift from FanDuel right now in my book. 
The problem is this award generally does go towards the goaltender, with the exception of a forward or a defenseman goes bananas. And Point has gone bananas. Here's the problem. What was the score of Game 7, Lightning versus the Islanders? Oh, it was one nothing. Vasilevsky with a shutout that got them this far. He's let up two goals so far in the Stanley Cup playoffs. If he keeps this up, if he's going to let up, you know, five goals in four games, he's going to win this award. A point, you're probably right, deserves because he's done something special that generally doesn't get done. I'm with you there, but it's almost always given to the goaltender. Wow. I, I got to count on Canadian brothers. You know, it's the media that, that votes on this thing. I mean, he's got uh, 23 goals. I mean, he's been unbelievable in this postseason. He has 14 goals, 23 points. Uh, I, I think that's a five to one lock it is. All right, more coming up. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.